Hi, welcome to Math Amusings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math Amusings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math Amusings. Today's date is Friday, September 22nd, 2023. This is Season 3, Episode number 38 of our show, I will note at least one thing that, uh, if you look at today's day, it's 9-22-23. Okay, that's cool. You know, the numbers are in order. 22-23. I realize that's happening once a month this year. And I should also add that, like, 2-2-2-3, like, those numbers add up to 9. This is the kind of thing, like, it's either a you know, a, a blessing or a curse that, like, you see math everywhere, and like, you're me, and you see a string of numbers, like, nine, two, 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 three, and it's like, okay, nine is first, and then the remaining numbers all add up to nine, like, two plus two plus two plus three, well, that does equal nine, or if you started with nine, and then you were subtracting those numbers, it would take you down to zero. It all balances out. You start to see these things everywhere, when you like, you look for math everywhere, and as, as I say, that that's either a blessing or a curse, depending on how you look at it. More insult, insult, yeah. More. Should I do this over? No, nah, no, nah, we're already in. More insight into uh, the mind of Mike O'Connell, and uh, the the sole speaker on today's episode of Math Musings. Uh, I got the good chair again today, and. Uh, Talking again about uh, the fall season, I said last week and noted, of course, that I was hardly the first person to say that the changing season from you know summer to fall equals baseball to football. Talked a little bit about football last week. We're going to be talking football again this week, although although it's still not fall. I couldn't believe this when I looked into it now, and I was a kid. Back before we had the, I don't know, if we just didn't have the scientific instruments to figure this out. Like nobody had a clock. Like we were all just looking at the calendar going, oh, September 21st, that's the first day of fall. It always is. Now, it, it's not. It, it's actually not until tomorrow. If you're listening to this on the day it drops, Friday, September 22nd, 2023, it's not until tomorrow. According to people who are smarter than I am about this sort of thing, it's 2.50 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That is the official start of fall. That's like the official, like the earth is aligned in the proper way at, at that point for the uh, autumnal equinox. So it's not till 3rd. It's the 23rd. Uh, it, it's rare. I think it's. I think it usually is the 21st. Um, then when I was a kid, it was always that way back, back before we had clocks, apparently. So it's still summer. Now, now this is crazy. We've been in school for so long. Monday is a holiday, <laughs> of course. We got a lot of holidays. It's it's Yom Kippur. Thank you, five Jewish people who live in Loudoun County, for ensuring that we have that holiday off too. Um, so, our next school day after today is September twenty sixth. So that's the first day, school day, that's happening in fall, which, which is just insane. It, we've been in school for more than a month. Our first day for students was August 24th. 
teachers went back even before then, like depending on your classification, you were even back before then perhaps. Um, but yeah, the, the first school day of fall is not until September 26th. Anyway, I mentioned last week, fall equals football. Talking about that again this week because the, the baseball teams I follow are, are out of it. The football teams I follow though, I'll say both of them are undefeated. One at the pro ranks and one in the college ranks. Uh, Washington Commanders, 2-0 and for the first time in, in a dozen years. They pulled out an improbable victory last Friday. That's Friday, yeah. Friday's the day I do this thing. Sunday is the day that uh, they play football. And uh, yeah, in Denver... And commanders go to 2-0. It was, it was one of those games, I say improbable, that the game starts and they, they fall behind early and you figure, okay, this you know they're back to reality now. It's going to be an L. And then they, they find it. They storm back. They take a big lead. And it's, okay, now it's going to be a win. And, uh, and I told Franklin as we're watching this, that's my son, by the way, sometime guest on the show. I, I told him, like, look, we're... This, this is basically a victory here. Uh, you, they're going to have to have about 10 disasters go down for them to lose this game. And, oh, you know, they hit seven or eight of them. Like, and I don't know if they're just, are they just doing this for TV or what, that one mistake after another is leading to a, a nail-biter. And, uh, I, mean, st- I mean, a win's a win. Uh, but it was, they made it. They made it interesting. The TV folks, I'm sure, appreciated that. Me, it was making me a little nervous. Um, speaking of nervous, as we turn to the college game, and my beloved Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, I talked about them last week. Uh, we were celebrating the uh, the anniversary of the movie Rudy coming out, and I said my family was basically the Rudigers, and I said Notre Dame had a tough matchup against Central Michigan last uh, last Saturday. They were, they were able to hold out, uh, hold off Central Michigan. And because you never want to look ahead. I was worried about that because they got a big game tomorrow. This is a top 10 matchup. This is in prime time tomorrow night at Notre Dame Stadium. The Fighting Irish taking on the Buckeyes of the Ohio State University. Uh, two undefeated teams, top 10 teams, Playing in primetime tomorrow night. Talk about being nervous. Because to me, now I'd love to be proved wrong about this. It's the Ohio States of the world. They are on another level. They, they just are. I mean, it makes me nervous. Anytime Notre Dame goes up against like the real top tier of teams, like, whoa, whoa. Then you see who's really in the top tier. Now, it is on that subject of levels and tiers of competition uh, that brings us to the, the meat of today's program. Now, I wanted to bring Franklin to a college football game this year. Wanted to. I, I, I knew that I was going to. And uh, the schools with uh, which I have an actual affiliation, like Notre Dame is really nothing, plus you know, it's several hundred miles away. So that, that's, a, that's, a future, that's a future episode. This year, it's like the school I went to, well, Binghamton University doesn't even have a football team, uh, or as we like to say, undefeated since 1946. Um, and then this, my go-to that, that's local, the school right down the road, George Mason, 
no football team also. Uh, so what am I going to do? I'm going to travel a little bit. Well, further down the road, a few more miles down the road, there's, there's this place in D.C. called Georgetown. And now when you think Georgetown, you think, uh, you know, Georgetown, Hoy is, you're thinking basketball, basketball school. Um, and like, well, either like the people who's going to Georgetown, you think of the alumni of Georgetown, it's, uh, you know, children of presidents and basketball players. That That's who went to Georgetown. And, and one Morris J. O'Connell. Yeah, my grandfather went to Georgetown, class of 19... 19- 34. Yeah. I said, I still have his yearbooks, uh, from the thirties. Um, and, uh, I've talked about this before and felt banner of his, I have his diploma too. And, uh, I never understood why he went there. Uh, that Morris spent uh, his young, young life in, in New York city before they moved upstate. And like the only reason he ever traveled outside of New York, he grew up there and worked there upon graduation. The only reason he ever went outside of New York was to go to school in D.C. And I, I never got that. I mean, I was, I wasn't even five years old when he passed away. I didn't have a chance to ask him. Like, why'd you go to school in D.C.? Anyway, class of 1934. Important to note because it was exactly 50 years later, in 1984, that Georgetown Hoyas basketball team won the national championship with John Thompson as her coach, John Thompson Jr., who is John Thompson the Elder, not to be confused with John Thompson III, later their coach. And, of course, they had Patrick Ewing. They, you know, This was the heyday of the Big East, the early days of the Big East. And Georgetown had gone from playing their games in a you know, little gym on campus to playing at the Capitol Center in Landover, Maryland. And... Uh, but, well, let's face it, it's all to do with money. Like, basketball became big money for them. Their football team, however, the football team still plays on campus. On the, not the biggest football field I've ever seen, but, I mean, this is still Division One. It's, it's uh, okay, <laughs> it's FCS, not FBS. The big boys play in FBS, um, the, the bowl series, the... Uh, they used to call it Division One A and Division One AA, which which made a lot more sense to me. Although it went backwards of how minor league baseball goes. Like minor league baseball, the more A's in your title, like the higher up the level. With with college football, it was the opposite. Anyway, next tier down from the Ohio States and uh, Notre Dame's of the world is the FCS. This is still big time. And I mean, my way to look at it, it's still big time prices. Uh, Although I would say for DC, like and getting to like parking on campus, like you're you're right on the campus. And by the way, it was the first time I had ever gone to Georgetown University, like set foot on the campus for non-medical reasons. I, I had a medical procedure performed once there uh, several years ago, but that's a story for another time. I'm going there for like happy reasons to see this football game. For parking in DC, relatively reasonable. And the tickets, I thought, for seeing big-time college football, uh, reasonable. You know there's going to be a but here because I, I am cheap, and of course this is how you set up a story. Hot dogs were another were another issue. I, I thought that the hot dogs were, were wildly overpriced. I'm like, oh, okay, that this, this really is, um, you know, 
This is Division One prices right here. This wasn't your your Costco hot dog, and uh, although it did remind me of Costco a, a little bit, you know, you, I've told this story before. I'm sure my my favorite restaurant in the world is the, the Costco food. Actually, my favorite rest well, my favorite restaurant in the world is my house. Second favorite, I guess, would be the the free samples at Costco, and and then the first real restaurant I'd say is uh, Costco food court. The only trouble is you, you got to wait in line on that thing. And I guess that's part of the cost. Like Costco food court on a you know Saturday at noon. Why did they have only two people working? It, it makes no sense to me. I could, you could get away with two people on you know two p.m. on a Tuesday, but why on Saturday at noon? Why do they have only two people working? I go to Cooper Field. That is where uh, Georgetown uh, University football is playing its games. And uh, yeah, this is noon on a Saturday. Well, first of all, they didn't even have the concession stand open until the game started, which seemed silly to me. I don't run the place. And then they have, yeah, they have like one line and two people working. And uh, it very much reminded me of the Costco food court. Prices very unlike the Costco food court. Let's just say their hot dogs were more than a dollar fifty, and you didn't get a soda along with it. <laughs> Pay their prices for the soda too. All that aside, I did enjoy the game. I had a good time. Of course, I wish I'd seen a win. They played Stonehill, which uh, I had to look this up. It's from Massachusetts, and uh, interestingly enough, their new. Um, Georgetown Hoy's new basketball coach, Ed Cooley, I guess went to Stonehill. That's the connection there. And uh, that, uh, that might have been part of the reason they put them on the schedule. Anyway, Stonehill came out with a dub. I'd wish I'd seen a win, but, you know, these these things don't always work out. It's still fun, though. It's still a good time. And I uh, appreciated seeing some big-time college basketball or college football with my son. I guess basketball is next. Uh, basketball is next. So, uh, but one season at a time. One season at a time. We still got baseball finishing up here. We're into football. We've got hockey just around the corner. Basketball around the corner. This is good. This is why, for many years, I called fall my favorite season. And it starts tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have enjoyed uh, this presentation. Tune in uh, next Friday and every Friday um, and uh, to hear more math and musings. And if you can't get your fix there, well, you can always head to MikeOConnellJr.com.